10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, Summer Radio. Heat year-round since 2006. You're in the mix with Action Jackson. You're gonna learn today. You're gonna learn today. You're gonna learn today. You're gonna learn today. 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 Check, 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 check. Good evening, Indianapolis. This is Rad Summer Radio. Broadcasted every first Saturday from 8 to 9 p.m. Right here on WQRT 99.1 FM. I'm your host, DJ Action Jackson, and I'm very, very excited to share tonight's show with y'all. It is about all things club music, more specifically, Be More Jersey and Philly Club. Tonight's special guest is the undisputed kingpin of Philly Club music, DJ Sega. We're going to check in with him in a bit, and then he's going to bless y'all with a mixtape uh, made up entirely of his own remixes. Uh, but before that, I'm going to play a few songs for y'all. Uh, I'm going to kick things off with Lynn Collins' Think. Um, it's a song that a lot of club records are built upon uh, and sample. And then I'm going to get into a lot of uh, classic B-more oldies reworks and then some new club music as well. So uh, thank everyone for tuning in. And here's my mix. This is the way it looked tonight. 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 Hey, fellas, I'm talking to you, you, you too. Do you guys know who I'm talking to? Those of you who go out and stay out all night and have the next day. That has to be hard you get there. But let me tell you something. The sisters are not going for that no more. Because we realize two things. That you aren't doing anything for us.
Speaking with DJ Sega, uh, Philly club legend, uh, old time homie of mine. Uh, we first met back in uh, when was that show in Bloomington? Like 08, maybe 2007, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that is probably, yeah. I tried to find a flyer, but uh, me and Flufftronics used to do a party called Daft Crunk, uh, which at the time was actually a clever name <laughs> for that era. Right. And uh, we flew you out. This was in uh, Bloomington, Indiana, where IU is, where I was going to school. Right. Were you even 21 at the time or were you 20? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I wasn't even 21 yet. I think I remember That's you probably about like, I think I remember 19, like helping 20. you pick a drink out <laughs> at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not here to clear up no rumors. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's long enough. Uh, that club's not even open anymore, so they can't get us. <laughs> ah, nice. But yeah, uh, I guess just want to start out kind of like telling everybody uh, who you are and how you kind of got involved with club music. Uh, I mean, I was always a fan of club music since I was, you know, very, very young. I mean, with the with both of my parents being music lovers and, you know, um, collecting albums and maxi singles, especially maxi singles. Um, I always kind of gravitated towards different versions of the same song, you know, remixes and um mm-hmm. Around the time I was 12, I went to my first teen party that was playing club music. And it was, it's different to experience it in the club rather than to just hear it on the radio, you know? And uh, it kind of turned me out. And I was a fan ever since. Was this in Uh, Philly or? Oh, yeah, this was definitely in Philly. Shout out to Gianari. There was an arcade up there, there was a laser tag spot. That um, a show up here that used to be called Urban Expressions. They used to show on public access channel, but it was like a black ran um, music video and skit type of show that ran on public access channels. And um, they used to throw these parties. And the one for teenagers was at Gianari. And um, that was where I got my first dose of club music as an experience. Yeah, it kind of lived. Didn't it kind of come up in like skating rinks and under 21 clubs out there is that kind of like the foundation absolutely absolutely um late the, after gianary there was a wild skate rink um they were going on about the same time shout out to djb square in fact going to wild skate rink as a as a teen as a preteen 
led to me DJing there later on as a um, as, as something like an adult. I was about 18, 19 oh, years old when I started DJing there and I was making my own music. Yeah. What were you using to produce back then? Like Fruity Loops or? Oh, uh, no. Nah. Uh, the first software I started out on was called Acoustica Beatcraft. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, and it's very much like, it's very much like Fruity Loops, like a smaller form of Fruity Loops. But that was uh-huh. way back then before I even knew where Fruity Loops existed. This was like a new software. Um, after that, I started using Sony Asset Pro and I never really looked back. I've tried, I've used other dolls and I've worked with other dolls, but my main favorite and my go-to is Sony Asset Pro. Oh, cool. Whatever works. And then you, I guess you got signed to, you put out the, I think the first release on Mad Decent, right? One of the first releases. Yes. I was one of the first artists signed to Mad Decent. Um, I was, yeah, that, that was, you know, fun times, fun times. Yeah. yeah. I think that's uh, how new, I like, found out about was, you. Yeah, there was New Jack Philly uh, that came out about 2009. Um, there was Rockstars versus Clubheads. Um, there was Hella, there was Holotronics 8, the Holotronics 8 record, I believe. That was one of the first releases that came out on Mad Decent. Yeah, yep. I still have that joint. <laughs> yeah, man. So I guess for everybody out there, can you kind of explain to them the differences between, uh, I guess, Baltimore Club, but kind of was the how everything started and then kind of spread to like Philly and I guess Jersey club, which is kind of like the hot, the hot term now. Right. Uh, I mean, it's all club music and it's all mainly Baltimore club music. It's just the offshoots that lives in Jersey and Philly has their own influences from the environment. So with all respect going to Baltimore club, we don't like to call our music Baltimore club simply because we're not from Baltimore, you know, DJ Tamil and DJ Tim Dalla, they they started Brick City Club music or what is now known as Jersey Club music. Um, I started Philly Club music later on. And um, yeah, they're all club music. There's really no difference. The main difference is in the producers themselves, Um, more who they are rather than where they're from. Really? Yeah. Because I felt like Seymour was a little slower. And a little more at, laid back, I guess. At first, it was 125 BPMs to about 130 when it comes to Baltimore Club. Um, when it comes to Jersey, they're anywhere between 128 to about 134. And so am I, honestly. Um, there's other producers that produce at faster BPMs. And some of us don't really call it club music because we know of other genres that that complements. And, you know, certain genres have certain rules when it comes to the execute execution of the music, you know. So yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't make club music and call it jazz, you know, yeah, like I, I wouldn't that. make hip hop <laughs> and call it uh, grassroots country or something like that. You know, have you been producing a lot during uh, the quarantine and all that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've been uh, finishing up projects and, you know, um, get getting these releases out i reopened up my band camp and i just been putting a lot of new content up there and a lot of favorites up there as well um i just released new jack philly 2 a double album um exclusively on band camp 
uh, 11 years later to the date of the first CD of the original New Jack Philly being sold. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. I've been getting a lot of love and a lot of support and a lot of good buzz about that. Uh, I actually included a few tracks from that double album in the mix as well. Okay. Uh, and also, before we get out of here, we got to talk about uh, you basically invented the bed springs in club music, correct? <laughs> uh, I, would, I wouldn't say that, but a, a lot of people... Um, <laughs> a lot of people have said that. I mean, that's like saying... Um, you know, uh, Black Star invented the little John samples in club music. Yeah. People may know of that, and some people might disagree. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll, let's, I'll let's talk about that the, remix, though. Which remix? That was for, I, it was kind of first heard in a lot of club music in your uh, the T-Pain Bayou Drink remix. Right. That was a concept where... Um, when Buy Your Drink came out, I felt like there was a few things that's missing. I mean, like a lot of the projects I, I tackle, I like to redo the production as though I did it myself. So Buy Your Drink had different concepts of different songs from the Dirty South in it. You know, Snap Fingers. It, it was a lot of dances that he incorporated with in Snap Your Fingers and, and Buy Your mm-hmm. Drink. Um I, I tended to add those elements in my remix to make it even more obvious as far as what somebody may be talking about or what they might mention or anything like that. So when it came to buy you a drink, you know, we in the bed, like the best strings was just an obvious thing. Very unlike how people are just throwing bed squeaks in every single type of club song that they're making. You know, oh, I yeah. mean, it could be, it could be a club song about Dora the Explorer and they'll throw bed squeaks <laughs> in there just because they'll go, but club music has bed squeaks and it's supposed to have bed squeaks. Yeah, you know, they don't really. That's a little sus in a children's song. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, they, I mean, I feel like anything, um, you know, where it's out of character, or out of context is a bit sus. You know, they're yeah. just doing it just to do it. And it makes it look very, very obvious to me. You know? Yeah, And those uh, that spring sa- samples from uh, Trillville, right? Absolutely. Some from cut. That, yep. <laughs> Southern classic. Yes, absolutely. A lot of Southern classics uh, um, help lend a hand and uh, an, another phase of club music, you know, starting sure. with the little John samples and the bed squeaks, et cetera. Cool. We got uh, coming up. We got your mix, and uh, I just beat the track list. It's like 100% your tracks, correct? Absolutely. That's absolutely. So yeah, what are we gonna hear? You want to intro it real quick? Uh, what are we gonna hear on this? Oh yeah, you're gonna hear a little bit of, of some samples from New Jack Philly too. The new double album available now in Bandcamp. You know, you're gonna hear some exclusives that I did more recently. You're gonna hear "Never Would Have Made It," my remix of it. You know, you're going, you're going to get a little bit of what you need to, to get you through or to introduce you to who I am and what I bring to the table, what's, what's about to happen next. And uh, before we get out of here, uh, what's your socials and where could they uh, find that band camp? Yeah, um, Linktree, linktr.ee backslash DJ Sega. You'll find every single link that you need. That's linktr.ee backslash DJ Sega, you'll find my Twitter.com backslash DJ Sega on there. You'll find my Facebook. You'll find my Vimeo because I've been making remix videos. 
You know, uh, you'll find a lot of things that you need. The Bandcamp is djsega215.bandcamp.com. You'll find a lot of dope content up there. And just 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 follow me everywhere. And you'll be straight. I got you. Work well, cool. Well, good catching up with you, brother. Thanks for uh, joining us. And Likewise, is- man. Thanks for having me. Cool. This is Rad Summer Radio, and you're about to listen to this month's special guest, Philly's DJ Sega.
Don't 
This has been Rad Summer Radio. I'd like to thank our special guest, DJ Sega, for coming through. And I'd also like to thank you for tuning in. I'm your host, DJ Axon Jackson, and we'll be back next month right here on WQRT 99.1 FM. And make sure you stick around for the big homie, Mr. Kinetics, The Purple Crown Show. Good night.